0: Is that the Holy Ghost? No, it's The Social Dose. The Social Dose is your go-to podcast for a gorgeous dose of what's going on in the world of social media. Brought to you every Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. Today is Tuesday, April 11th, and I'm Paris Nicholson, at Paris Nicholson on socials. And
1: I'm Michael Judson-Berry, at M judson Barry on socials. Now, let's get into today's headlines. Today, no cap, all cut. We're getting
0: into the Steve Carell cap cut craze that's taking over TikTok then this celebrity forbidden pairs trend on twitter has us thinking maybe just maybe some of these celebrities moms have some explaining to do hmm and finally we're opening
1: up on the cap on cap cuts again this time to talk about couples using the app to change their partner's aesthetics
0: for better or for worse all this breaking social media news and more coming up next on the social dose we'll get right back into the trending news after these quick ads I'm Paris. And I'm Michael, and you're listening to The Social Dose. Let's see what else is new on our social media
1: timelines. Now, Paris, I was just thinking, the weather is getting warmer, so you know what that means? What? Fun TikTok music edits are about to come out. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they are an unexpected mix of songs, like Luxurious by Gwen Stefani and Nicki Minaj's song Freak, according to our producers, because I don't know either of those songs, but I'm assuming you do, uh, because I live under rock. I think if I heard them, I'd be like, oh, those ones. So, As we all know that I have very niche interests and don't know what's going on in uh, most, you know, most of the world. Um, Do you have any predictions on what the summer mashups are going to be this year? Because I clearly don't.
0: Honestly, at this point, it's spring now. We can say it. It's spring. April has sprung. sprung. Yes. It feels as if we are weeks away from hearing what the Song of the Summer might be. Usually Mm -hmm. by now I have a pretty good idea and I'm almost never wrong about Song of the Summer. And I'll call it like months in advance, like, hey, this song just came out in February, but I'm promising you it's going to be the Song of the Summer. I did that Uh with Kiss Me More by Doja Cat and SZA that year and it was absolutely Mm -hmm. the Song of that Summer. So Mm -hmm. as of right now, we are actually in a space, which is rare, where we are still open. We are open to possibilities this summer. I have a feeling... Something Barbie soundtrack-related might land up on the uh, okay. on the roster. I've heard grumblings about Taylor Swift. No, Taylor Swift almost never has Song of the Summer. Her songs will certainly be punctuating the summer, but not Song of the Summer. Like, Always the Bride's Made, Never the Bride. Gotcha. Okay, Except, like, two different times.
1: Well, I was gonna say, thankfully, you are not alone today because we have an actual pop culture expert here, dare I say who, or at the very <laughs> least is an expert to me because uh, I, I set my own personal bar so low. No, it is the fabulous host of the podcast Behind the Velvet Rope. It is the wonderful, wonderful, wonderful David Yantef. Hi, David.
2: Hi, David. Thank you, thank you. Hello, Paris. Hello, Michael. Thank you guys for having me. I mean, listen, you were on my podcast I and mean, of course I had to stop by here. I'm so happy to be here. To give and
1: receive.
2: (laughs) You you guys are good like that.
1: (laughs) No, we had the best time with you. So I'm I'm so excited you're here. I can't wait. Who are your front runners for
0: Song of the Summer as of right now?
2: You know, I'm really thinking it's going to be something by Miley. Like, listen, we're on the second, you know, release from her album. I just think, you know, it's kind of like, you know, like when you win that Academy Award and it's not really for like the role that you're in now. It's just for like your lifetime. We're kind of like... You know how that happens. I think that yeah. the bottom line is like, I think mm-hmm. Flowers is the song of the summer. I think it's the song of the year. I think like whatever the new Miley releases, I think maybe we're still too early. We're on the second, you know, single from that album. I think whatever she releases next, I think there's a lot of contenders there. I do. Ooh. Okay.
0: I think that's valid. And I don't think that's what's gonna happen, but I understand your rationale. Okay. But I'm open to being proven wrong. Yeah. Well, I
1: feel like both of you have better ideas than I do. So I assume one of you is going to be correct. And I can't wait to see which one of you it is. (laughs) Um, All right, let's get into today's top social stories, shall we? Let's do it. Let's. Our top story, this CapCut template featuring actor Steve Carell is signaling the annual social media transition from seasonal depression disorder
0: content to just fun disorder content. Paris with more. That's right, Michael. So CapCut, we've been seeing a ton of on our timelines lately, and it's not a coincidence. They are owned by the same parent company as TikTok, so we can think of them as sort of sister platforms. I know I personally have begun editing on CapCut as my preferred content editing uh software Uh, Mm -hmm. but this specific trend is michael scott which is steve carl's character from the office which i famously actually never seen don't drag me Uh, and if you do drag me do so at thesocialdosepodcast.com but it's basically (laughs) michael scott picking up a boom box playing that song that's like everybody dance now something that gives like space jams energy you know the song listeners (laughs) <laughs> um, the original sound was created by user at Germain underscore Terry, who used it in a video about how night shift people feel when their morning supervisors leave. And we'll have a link to that video in the show notes. But it's basically anytime you shift from one thing to another and want to let the party begin, you would use this transition.
2: Have you seen this on your For You page, David? I have. I'm so for it. It's for me, I'm for it. I love it. I was, I also was not a huge Office fan. So, you know, I've interviewed someone from The Office once, Kate Flannery, Mm. didn't have any idea. Right. It's controversial. I'm sorry, I, I missed the Office trend, but I love this. It's fun, right? Oh, yeah. I love when
1: people share things that are potentially deeply personal, too, and then they use it with something fun like this just to make it silly, like at savage underscore shepherd who did it for like exiting the courthouse after your divorce. Like (laughs) I, I love that. I now so want someone to do that over the picture of Nicole Kidman walking out of the courtroom when she finally divorced Tom Hanks and she, or Tom Hanks, Tom Cruise. Oh yeah. And she looks so excited. (laughs) But I love how people then started commenting like at Mish B who was like more like exiting prison, praise God I'm free. And like at Crystal BSN who commented, (laughs) can't relate yet. He won't sign. Like people sharing like these very personal things about their divorce, but be like, yeah, but you put Steve Carell dancing over it and now it's fun.
2: And like the music, it's just, I think if there was any other song that they were using, but it's such a good song. It just goes with everything.
0: It also has like such a specific 90s vibe, doesn't it? I feel like that song was Mm -hmm. everywhere for at least 10 years straight. Oh, yeah. And it's still like at every wedding reception and bar mitzvah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a crowd pleaser for a reason. My favorite mm-hmm. one of these, though, was user at LonelyLuna69, which, hey, LonelyLuna, um, mm-hmm. who used the same thing over, like, a photo of, like, a messy-ass house. And it says, when the depression is gone and the manic episode begins. And I personally relate very heavily to that <laughs> one. When that mania kicks in and you're like, ooh, bitch, it's going to be good. We're going to get so much shit done. Everybody dance now, you know? <laughs> We've all been there, Aww. right?
1: Except for poor at Carly Die, who's like, I'm in a depressive episode. I wish I was manic. And you're like, oh no, Carly, oh. it's gonna be
2: okay. <laughs> it's like the more personal the person shares of story, the better it is, right? It's like, you're just like, wow, I love this.
1: Oh, a thousand yeah. percent.
0: Like this is the proper cap cut for a trauma dump. Like go for it. <laughs> a quick two second trauma dump. You know, that's how I like it.
1: Yeah, that's the best. It's short and sweet. It's just
0: like, here's how I'm damaged. Let's dance. Um. (laughs) (laughs) This just in... There are only so many faces to go around. We're going to have to share. At least that's what these odd celebrity lookalikes must have been told. We all know that Natalie Portman and Kira Knightley could be sisters, but the true DNA test lies between Donatella Versace and Janice the Muppet. It's giving same person different font energy.
1: Yes, sorry, I, I cut you off because I got so excited about the Donatella Versace and Janice the Muppet comparison because they truly are the same person. But yes, this new Twitter trend has people posting pictures of two celebrities next to each other and you know making a little guess as to like could they be related do they look similar because a lot of times they really do like our first example here was tweeted by Becca underscore Neil and it's Jackie O and Chance the Rapper two people you do not think (laughs) would go next to each other but when you see them next to each other you're like oh wow their basic facial structure is very very similar Oh my! Yeah, like David, have you have you seen any of these? Have you seen uh, like I, I know we have a bunch here, but like, are there any that particularly made you giggle?
2: I mean, where was the one with like Tig Nataro and like I think it was was it Adam Scott? That one was like it's literally the same person. Yes, yes, I saw that one on Twitter. It's literally <laughs> same and, hair you and know, everything. <laughs> I'm Ed so knows. obsessed with these. I'm so, obs- you know, it's like when they say people look like their dogs and then you're like, that's the most ridiculous statement ever. And then they show all those owners with like their dog and like every single one of these. It's like, I feel like these are really good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, then you're just scrolling so through like 500 people that look like their dogs and you're like, yes, yes to all of them.
1: <laughs> yeah. I love like from at Melting by Twice who has Bill Skarsgård and young Steve Buscemi. Which I don't know how Skarsgård would feel about that, but they do. I was like,
0: "Oh wow, the eyes, yeah. the eyes."
1: Yeah, for are a while, I thought the exact
0: that, that Skarsgård was a younger brother of the Bouchemi.
1: They yeah, really exactly. are,
0: yeah. That Shelly
1: Duvall look, the Shelly Duvall look, and now I'm looking at myself and I have the same like under eye bags as all four of those people <laughs> and Shelly Duvall.
2: Like, am I the next Shelly Duvall? Am I gonna have a PBS special where I dress like a princess? Don't people tell you you look like a certain celebrity and then like you meet other people and they say the same celebrity? So like the more you hear like you look like a certain celebrity, you're like, wait. Oh yeah, like who do you guys
0: get? Who's that one guy who was in American Horror Story? He played the devil and he has long hair. Skinny white twink, looks like me. Evan Peters? Oh, I don't know. Wait, David, do you know who you... Cody, Cody Fern. Is that his name? Cody Fern. Yeah,
2: Cody Fern. I absolutely could see that for you, Paris. A hundred percent. I always get, no, I don't see this. I got it a lot more when I was younger, but I always get Brian Austin Green. That's like the number one person I get. I, I don't see it. I mean, that sounds like Ooh. a very arrogant statement. I Austin just did Green. a quick Google, just to be sure oh, I was thinking I see that of the right person. Sure. And
1: I totally see that. I don't think you're being arrogant. You're both very handsome and have very endearing You're like dolly. the Yossified version of Brian yes. Austin Green.
2: I mean, I'll yeah. take it.
1: And, oh yeah, I totally see it. I get Chris Messina a lot. But I think that Ooh, might be that we're both just kind of goofy. Christmas is from the Mindy project. Christmas I Cena. get him. Okay. I've some oh, people upset. Obsessed said with the him, l- Michael. I've gotten also the that. less attractive Darren Chris, which I was like, oh the de Darren Chris. <laughs> like he's
0: the Yossified you. <laughs> I was like, Honestly. Oh, okay. It's hard to say. It's like if you took you and stretched you wider, then you'd uh-huh. be Darren Chris. But you're like a more slim, narrow Darren Chris. Okay, I'll take that. My Life Hack listeners and everyone here, if you have a celebrity doppelganger that people always tell you you look alike, anytime you can't think of a Halloween costume, just go to their IMDb page, look at their most iconic roles, and you can pull off any of them. It's a perfect crime. The
1: other one I got super excited about just because I love sex education so much, who at um, Odessi posted, um, Odessi with an I, uh, they were like the triplets separated at birth. And it's Jamie Presley, Margot Robbie and Emma Mackey from sex education. And Emma and Margot are both in the Barbie movie together. So I was excited by those three. And then I saw them and I was like, Oh, especially Margot Robbie and Emma Mackey. I was like, whoa, they do. But also sisters.
0: It's crazy. Famously included in that conversation is usually Samara Weaving as well, who could easily fit in that gene pool. Samara so Weaving was in um Ready or Not as well as Scream Six. If you look okay. around, you're like, oh yeah, that's another, that's another
1: oh, whoa. permutation yes.
0: of a Margot Robbie.
1: Okay. I this is it. true. This could be a fun housewives game too, I feel like. If you ever had Dave, for Behind the Velvet Rope, if you guys were doing something like which Housewife looks like which, you know, other celebrity.
2: I that mm. I like. That I like. And there are there's a lot of them. I feel like Melissa Gorga looks like somebody.
0: Maybe like a Penelope
2: Cruz, oh, or like you know Jules Weinstein. Do you know her. This is a deep dive for Housewives of New York. She kind of looks like Demi Moore, but no one does. Ooh, anyone know who Jules, Jules Weinstein, Weinstein is? Let's see. She's she she was a one. Oh, season I could see that. Guy, right. She's a little Demi Moore. It's the hair.
1: Yeah,
0: I don't know her, but she does give a little Demi Moore.
1: Who was the housewife again? Remind me because I'm blinking. Who walked down the runway with the the big Ramona. eyes? Ramona. Oh yeah. I feel like that would be a fun pairing with, like, another Muppet. Or, like, a cartoon a character is the really... Or Shelly Duvall.
0: No! <laughs> <laughs> we'll get right back into the trending news after these quick ads. And we're back. Breaking news! The CapCut Template Takeover continues on TikTok, and this time without Steve Carell. Or Tim Robinson. Or the TikTok CEO or that bird, or that boat. Yes, this time CapCut templates are coming in the form of filters, and couples on TikTok seem to be more than pleased to use them. MJB with more. That's right, Paris.
1: One of the most popular couple cap cut templates is the aging filter, which is letting couples rub <clears throat> mean show social media that they what they'll look like together when they're old. I actually tried this today with my boyfriend. It was a lot of fun. What you do is you go to the face app age filter. So you go to face app and you open the age filter and you click on cool dad is the one that everybody's using. Cool dad? Sorry, not cool dad, cool old. It's just a picture of an older man who looks like a cool dad. Um, (laughs) That was just a Freudian slip. Um, Cool old, and then there's regular old, but the cool old gives you a fun sort of like, you know how Pierce Brosnan has that great sort of like beard that he's rocking these days? It kind of gives you that effect, as opposed to when you click on old, it just sort of just genuinely makes you look like your grandfather. But I think this is pretty accurate because I did it for me and I looked exactly like my dad. Uh, really? If, I mean, my dad's 71, so he's not like old, but I can see it. Um, Michael, you have to So post I think it. this is pretty accurate. And I will say, uh, I was a little sad to see that my boyfriend ages significantly better than I will. Um, but yeah, then you go on TikTok, use CapCut, and it does this fun effect. And then you can see what you guys would look like older. Yeah.
0: Um, I, I highly okay. encourage trying this. Would I will definitely is, be trying this and posting great. it so that our listeners can go look at it. And you know what? By the time you're hearing this episode, listeners, Michael will also have posted his. <laughs> if I can get permission, <laughs> forcing his hand because I want to see this old photo of them.
1: You need to post it. <laughs> There's also other features. You can make yourself young. You can make yourself a child. <laughs> the creepy one actually was I did baby face, and we're standing as a couple. The baby one's so cute. And it, the oh. ba- no, my baby face is—it was not adorable. I just looked like I'd been stung by a bee, and I was highly allergic. Are you guys anxious to try this to see what, how you would look? Yeah, hundred oh, percent.
2: I mean, it'd be good if you could like slide the scale, like okay, uh, ten I'm, years, twenty years, thirty years, like if you could kind of see a progression. That's Ooh, that's what yeah. I'm here for.
1: And it's great for for people who are also like into daddies or potentially future daddies. Like the user at Morgan underscore Brown with two N's who posted her and her male lover. And she goes, can't wait to grow old with hot Santa. And not going to lie, the guy with her definitely looks like hot Santa. And she looks gorgeous yeah. too. She looks amazing.
0: Yeah. They both age
1: really beautifully in that photo. Giving... Dilphy Santa, for sure. At Ninz commented, why do I feel like the girls are aging better than the men in most of these? And Mm. it's because when you do it, though, you click on one face and it ages that face. And if your faces are close together, then the second face just sort of gets pulled into it. But only one of the faces really gets aged and the other one sort of like fringe ages. So if you're the girl, clearly all these girls are doing this and they're just clicking on the boyfriend's face. So, oh. the guy gets the majority of the aging, and then there's just sort of gets periphery
0: age. Some runoff aging. Interesting. Yeah. She's in the splash zone. It's sneaky, and I love it.
2: It's very yeah. sneaky. I love that. That's a
0: hot top, or that's a, a hot take. Yeah. it's a good observation. This is, we, listen, we really investigate here on the social dose. Okay, but did you see the version of this from user at Talia and Gustavo? Where he it was him and his girlfriend and he said Ugh. what my girlfriend would look like if she was perfect. And the filter just passes over the screen. It yosifies her and just leaves him as is. Ugh. And it has 1.9 million likes, which is like half of the people are dragging him for being like an asshole like this. But I think, and also like he doesn't look that good. So it's like, what is he talking about? She's already hotter than he is. Yeah, But I think these two did it as a gag because I saw a rebuttal where she did the same thing except him. And they both just like yossified each other. And I'm like, is this a healthy relationship? Is this a public argument? What is going on here with these two? When she did it, I was like, okay, no,
1: this is hilarious. When he first did it, like I agreed with at Diamond, who goes literally a gremlin, and I was like, "Yes, you are, sir. Um, yeah. Do not do that to <laughs> your girlfriend." But when she did it back, I was like, "Okay, no, you're that f- you're that couple who just makes fun of each other." And to me, that's now hilarious. Yes,
0: it was rage bait. That's exactly what rage bait is. They knew well what they were doing. Yeah,
2: <laughs> one point nine. I mean, that's not bad. They certainly know what they were doing. Oh mm-hmm. yeah.
1: I mean, honestly, well done, team. I just want to know, uh, like, the comments from people that were like, I'm a plastic surgeon, send her my way. And it's like, no!
0: <laughs> You're missing the point. <laughs> don't. Hopefully. I did see one of the comments from a user named Alina who said, the thing is, these types of jokes slowly kill a relationship. And that comment alone has hundred and six, 168,000 likes.
1: Whoa. So I don't
0: know, uh, it might not be long-term for these two. <laughs> Who knew TikTok was better than couples therapy? Or worse. To like find
1: out what y'all really need to work on.
0: If you and your significant other need to hash out public drama, visit the socialdosepodcast.com and we'll offer a platform for it to happen on. <laughs> yes, we will. Drag your men at the SocialdosePodcast.com. Leave us a voice message. Leave us a little comment. Drag him. Explain CapCut for those for the friends at home who
1: don't know what that means, who who thinks this this is it's, just sort of It's gibberish. your
0: run-of-the-mill video editing software. But what I like about it is that it puts a watermark at the end of your videos, but you can just delete it and not have to pay anything, which okay. I don't know if that's a universal experience because somebody I was talking to was like, No, it makes me pay to remove the watermark. And I was like, Yeah, you would think, but mine doesn't. So it's basically just like a comprehensive video editing software that integrates really seamlessly with TikTok except you have the freedom of not having any sort of watermarks. Like, you know, TikTok, they love to stick their watermark on there. I know Instagram Mm -hmm. Reels puts their little thing in the bottom corner. So CapCut is a nice way to get your video out and then leverage it across multiple different platforms without worrying about specific watermarks. And that is Inside Baseball, listeners.
2: Wow. Is that what Inside Baseball is? Were you expecting sports
0: references when you showed up here?
2: (laughs) seriously i mean you know you guys are so butch i've never realized this but i mean this this no watermark thing yeah i wonder if that's (laughs) just your yeah i mean you know because i i would think there would be a watermark on the end and no way to get rid of it so this is the see this is why you stop by the social just podcast because you learn these things while you're here
0: yes and you too can become a better content creator with these little tips
1: Look at our little tidbits. Every once in a while, we're useful, Paris. Look at us go. Mm-hmm. But David, don't be too nice because then he's his ego is just gonna inflate. You know, he discovered no, this Michael, week that he's a blonde. You heard it. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, bruh. Ted's bruh. Yeah,
0: welcome the social, the social, des, social des, bruh. dose.
1: <laughs> our producer told us just to get out. She's done. She's had enough of us. <laughs> um, <laughs> David, thank you so much for bearing with us and all of our ridiculousness here at the end. You are such a trooper. Um, Please, everyone, go listen to Behind the Velvet Rope. Fabulous show. But Davis, tell us where everyone can follow you, find you, experience all of the joy that is you.
2: You can follow me on Instagram at Behind Velvet Rope. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, anywhere you listen to podcasts, Behind the Velvet Rope. You can go to YouTube, Behind the Velvet Rope and just tune in, tune in. It's another pop culture show, lots of Bravo, lots of reality TV, lots of interviews and lots of gossip.
1: Oh, yeah. Yes, it's, lots it's of overlap phenomenal. with The Social Dose. It's great. Mm-hmm. You do all the work for all of the Bravo watchers out there who just don't have time to catch up. We just listen to you, and then we
2: know what's going on. And I listen to you guys, and I know what's going on on The Social. Now,
0: listeners, don't forget to catch up with us on our socials or leave us messages at the socialdosepodcast.com and we may play your voice message or read your message aloud on the show. Now, that is all the time we have for today. I need to go have a stern productive business meeting with Cody Fern. And uh, I need to go get those blue contacts that my mom bought
1: me years ago and pop them in so I can look like Jake Gyllenhaal and say that he's my forbidden pair. (laughs) Let's hope I can remember how to put contacts in. It was a real struggle. Um, All right, Uh, wish me luck. And um, in the meantime, friends, happy scrolling. Happy scrolling. The Social Dose is a something else in Sony Music Entertainment production. The EPs are Sarita Wesley and Jasmine Henley-Brown. Danielle Jones-Wesley is senior producer, Chelsea Jacobson is producer, and Sonny Balkin is associate producer. The show is engineered by Paul Brogdon, Gulliver Lawrence Tickle, and Jay Beal. Music by Dom Jones.